And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. I'm a man. I'm 40. You know, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and they fit you with a big old nice pair of milk bone underwear. I'm going to come right back at them. You never see a team play harder than we will the rest of the season. God bless. What is up, everyone? Welcome to a special edition of the Fantasy Guides podcast. We're going to start trying to do this on Thursday mornings here. This is also brought to you by ShopFantasyGuides.com. The reason we are doing this, the whole reason I've set up this segment, and the whole reason I'm collaborating with Steven from Fantasy Guides on this is because Steven and I, usually in the offseason, we are just cramming like crazy, and I'm trying to teach him about all these players, and he has attention deficit disorder, and he kind of wanders off, and so... I'm trying to, uh, Stephen, I'm trying to get you like, uh, feed you little small bites throughout the entire season so that you feel even more prepared. Does that, does that sound accurate? Yeah. Usually what we would do is you and I close to before the combine, I think it was around the combine, we would go meet at a bar with notepads because that's cool. Yeah. And, (laughs) and and I would just, okay. And I would just start copying notes and then who are the players I need to pay attention to. And I will say you were the guy that got me really excited about Justin Herbert a few years ago. Yeah. And I even wrote about him after talking to you about how I thought he would be just just based on you downloading a lot of info and then me doing my own research. I thought, you know, he might be the best quarterback out of this class. And what do you know? I had I ended up getting him in all my leagues thanks to <laughs> you and, and, and wrote about him. So um, so this is going to be a valuable segment, I think, for people that are in dynasty leagues looking to get that early edge. Yeah, so we're trying to give you some information on a lot of different guys. Um, We're trying to mostly stick to draft-eligible players. We may drop a true sophomore or a freshman that's really popping in there every once in a while because we know in Devi leagues there are some people that get to draft those players as well. Um, But we're really trying to showcase is if they have a big performance in the middle of the season, let's showcase that. Let's talk about what we've seen so far. And the other thing is, is this many weeks into the year, we have some guys that aren't doing anything that were supposed to be first round picks in, in some of these Debbie drafts. So we can start talking about those types of things now too. Um, Casey, this last week, did you actually catch any college football this Saturday? I, I barely caught it. I was actually working uh, on Saturday, oh, Oktoberfest, but I did catch the highlight of uh, Arkansas and uh, Texas A&M that last minute, last second field goal that bounced off the top of the upright. I've never seen it before but actually hit the top of the upright and then went back into the end zone for a uh, missed field goal. It was crazy, Steven. I don't, did you see that one? It hit like, like it's a circle on top. He, he, the ball hit the circle on top of the upright. Wow. No, Jesse, I don't, if people came from our other podcast, I was in line at October. <laughs> right. That's right. College that's right. football Saturday. You know <laughs> but the line was as long as a football field, so it was kind. Of, I kind of tied it the two together. But there yeah. you go, there you go. Well, uh, the big news this week is Kansas is four and zero, guys. Oh Holy my gosh. gosh, the Kansas Jayhawks! It, it's pretty cool. The coach that they hired, he came from a Division three school, um, and he led them to a whole bunch of championships. And then, um, and then he got a job at Buffalo, and he turned that whole program around. The Buffalo Bulls, a Division one program. And, and now he's doing the same thing at Kansas again. So now the funny part is, do they keep their coach? Cause now he's going to be a hot commodity again. He is an older guy, so we'll see what happens, but I have to give a shout out to the Jayhawks. If you look at their just total wins on the season for like the last 10 years, <laughs> four is the most. So they've already like, <laughs> they've already maxed out at, at what their, their most wins in the seasons were. So, um, 
Oh, but I do got to ask you guys, do you guys recognize anything from the intro? Any any of those? Casey, can you play that oh, one more time for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, let's do it. Now, I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. I'm a man. I'm 40. You know, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and they fit you with a big old nice pair of milk bone underwear. I'm going to come <laughs> right back at them. You never see a team play harder than we will the rest of this season. God I bless. Rec- I recognize two. Okay, what do you got, Casey? Tim Tebow's the last one. Yeah, that I got that one. Yeah, that was, that's it. That's a gimme. Come on, that's Jesse's favorite player. So yeah, the yeah. other one's the Oklahoma State coach. Yeah, um, Mike yeah. Mike Gundy, classic. Oh, you know what? I had the name in my head. I there's no way to prove it, but I had Mike <laughs> Gundy in my head. But then I went, wait, was that the Knicks coach back in the day? The Knicks. Remember they had that head coach. <laughs> oh, thought, right, Mike Pat Riley. No, 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 not him. No, not oh, him. no, he's a not, he was Gundy as well. Go ahead, talk amongst yourselves. I'll I'll look it up in the, in the meantime. <laughs> well, Stephen, I was going to ask you. So one of them is uh, I'm gonna come right back at him. That was Kellen Winslow back for the oh, U. Man. Do you oh, remember man. that soundbite where he's like, "I'm an effing soldier," and he's just yeah. like freaking out? Because uh, yeah, we're gonna have to remove that actually from the uh, intro. But that's great. That's great. <laughs> uh, but you, the, 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 you had that in there. That's awesome. Oh God, I think that's hilarious. It's a huge. It that soundbite is hilarious. If you watch it, you can tell the guy is going to have problems later in life. Yeah, no, I do remember that one. That I remember. What was the uh, what was the dog one or the milk bone or something? Oh, what there was, was one, one. One was a Coastal Carolina coach that I never knew really well, but I loved the soundbite. And then Dabo Sweeney. Uh, that was one of his like initial like a pretty early press conference where he was talking about when he when he first got a job at Clemson, one of the first things that another coach said to him is, uh, you know, it's a dog eat dog world and they're going to give you milk bone underwear. So that's Dabo in that one. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> you By the way, it. Jeff Gundy was the, uh, Knicks. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. All right. I'll give you half points then half, mm-hmm. half, right. Okay. All right. So, uh, this last week, just some players to touch on Hendon hooker is kind of shooting up Heisman boards. Now he had a huge game, uh, against Florida threw for three forty nine and two touchdowns and ran for another one nineteen. Um, I will say, and, and I don't know if people will, will say this when we put this post out, Steven, but, um, that offensive system hasn't really produced star NFL quarterbacks. Drew Locke is the big one that's come out of that system. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, Yikes. but you know, Hendon Hooker looks like he has the skills. Uh, we do have a little sleeper running back out of Cal Jaden Ott. I wasn't familiar with this guy, but he went for 274 yards and three touchdowns against the Arizona Wildcats who, Generally, are usually kind of a joke, but they've looked a lot better. So we we, need, we might need to keep an eye on. I get Jayden your attention. Cotton. Yeah, exactly. So that's a really good example of a guy that wasn't really on my radar. May not be in in Devi stuff, but you know when you start seeing a guy putting up those kinds of numbers, you got to pay attention. Um, another player that definitely is has been on Devi radars for a long time, but just it hasn't really been panning out, is the Clemson quarterback DJ Uyunglele. Said it oh. right. He came up on a a previous episode of pronunciation with Steve. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So he finally had a breakout game against Wake Forest. He threw for 400, or he had 422 total yards and five touchdowns. So we've been waiting for this for a long time. He's been a little bit of a disappointment since Trevor Lawrence left, to be honest. And then also in that game, Sam Hartman threw for six touchdowns. And I, I had somebody respond to a post that Sam Hartman is irrelevant or something like that. And I'm like, I, I see him. Sliding into the first round on some boards. I, don't, I do not think he's irrelevant. I think he's a really interesting quarterback. So yeah. 
Jesse, for the listeners that don't know, can you tell them uh, who Sam Hartman plays for? Which college? <laughs> for the he plays for the we, the Wake Forest uh, Planners Peanuts. Well, I know that. I yeah. know that. I'm just saying for the listeners, you know, right, that, that right. might not know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I you keep me in line. Keep too. me in line with all that. Yeah. Did you did you see? Because they went to overtime. That was a pretty yeah. exciting game. That was pretty cool. I didn't yeah. see much, but I just saw some highlights. It was a really crazy weekend for games. Lots of weird stuff happened. Uh, another guy that you're going to want to follow is Michael Mayer. He's he's the tight end from Notre Dame. He's the top tight end prospect in the upcoming draft since Brock Bowers isn't eligible yet. And he had a nice game and went over North Carolina. Notre Dame is kind of looking like maybe they're getting it together. They started 0-2, but they've won two games in a row. He had seven catches, 88 yards, and a touchdown. Um, he's the real deal. I think he'll be really good. Zach Charbonnet from UCLA was a guy that, uh, that was a funny one because, uh, Steven, we actually had him in our guide for a little while. Cause I oh, thought he was, okay. I thought he was going pro and, okay. and he ended up going back. So he could have been drafted in 22, but he returned for another season. He looked explosive against a bad CU team. And I mean, a bad CU team, hey. um, <laughs> but I will say a hundred yards and three touchdowns on nine carries is good against any, like even a bad Pac-12 team. So oh. I got to, you got to shout out Zach Charbonnet there. He transferred from Michigan. He's, he could be a good pro running back. When we, when there is a good CU team, will you let us know? You <laughs> yeah. oh, might not live that. to see that day, Steven. It, it's I, it's I bad. I wouldn't be surprised if CU and CSU are the two worst FBS schools in the nation right now. So there's a, uh, there's, I don't remember which outlet on Instagram puts out a bottom 25 and they have CSU as number one as the worst team in the nation and CU as number three. So we have, we have one and three in the bottom 20. Yeah. Heavy sigh. Exactly. Um, one of the biggest storylines was, uh, the Kansas state Wildcats ended up upsetting number six, Oklahoma and Adrian Martinez had a day. He had 234 yards passing and then 148 yards and four touchdowns on the ground. I don't think he's going to be an NFL quarterback. And just, just to also pump the brakes on, on some of our followers, the very last uh, column is always going to be either team news or like news from the country or, you know, an air force running back or something like that, where it's, let, we'll still put in some guys that may not be NFL stars. Although I think Adrian Martinez could be a wide receiver in the NFL, be, especially mm-hmm. with with those that skill set. So you never know. So so that was kind of a, a breakdown of last week, and then heading into this week, some players to watch. There are five top twenty five matchups. Um, the big one, College Game Day, is going to number ten NC State is at number five Clemson. The two quarterbacks in that game, Devin Leary and DJ DJ Uyunglele are both guys that are draft prospects that we need to keep eyes on. So, um, uh, listen, I, I need think- to touch on, I, I need to touch on this one, Jesse, real quick. Okay. What do you got? You've put the PFF graphic on here. I can see. Mm-hmm. And listen, this can be hard to, I'm going to try to explain it visually. Uh, you know, people can't see this, but <laughs> see that helmet he's wearing. Mm-hmm. You see the two, do you see the two Nike swooshes? Yes. <laughs> How they're pointing. in there? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. This is the Broncos' new helmet. If people would just bear with me, you know, the D D is always forward. We need to go back to the vintage helmet, but flip the other D. I know it won't make sense because the D will be flipped around the wrong way, but I've never seen the Nike swoosh that way on a shirt. So I'm just saying. 
right? Yeah, and that looks pretty good, right? Both of them yeah, going the right it, way. It's yeah, symmetrical. So, so if you ever see DJU's helmet looking directly at you, you'll see those two uh, two two Nike swooshes coming right at you. Yeah. Um, you can watch Will Levis. He's a, he's another quarterback that people are really high on. I'm not as high on him. He's the Kentucky quarterback, number seven Kentucky at Old Miss. Um, Alabama is at Arkansas. That's going to be a good game with a lot of NFL talent. Oklahoma State, number nine Oklahoma State at number sixteen Baylor. Uh, that's an interesting game. Number 22, Wake Forest. Again, Sam Hartman at quarterback at number 23, Florida State. Florida State has some defensive players uh, that I think are draft eligible, but not a ton of guys there. So um, I do put out a, a post each week called Hot Takes. And just to explain what I'm doing with that is I'm really trying to kind of bet against the spread, but also feature a player that I think will help with the spread, if that makes sense. So um, I am actually, if you do follow me at Debbie rookie watch, I am nine and six on the season betting against the spread. So you would be, would be winning money this year if you followed no. my, my stuff. So okay. I will, I'll put out some more information this week. Um, I think some games that I'm, uh, some players and games that I'm going to be watching and, and possibly betting on Arizona state at number six, USC, USC is minus 24 points. I bet they beat Arizona state by 35. That team is not good. Caleb Williams is one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. I think he's going to go off. Dylan Gabriel from Oklahoma is a really interesting player. He's left-handed, so there's going to be some Tua comps there, but he's also extremely accurate like Tua. So I think he's an interesting player. You could catch him uh, at TCU. I'm taking the Sooners minus six points. I think that they can beat that TCU team, especially they're going to be motivated since they lost to Kansas State last week. Um, A running back that we should all have on our radars, I think he's got to be up there in the top three, two, five running backs is Muhammad Ibrahim from the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Um, Purdue plays at number 21, Minnesota. I don't like this spot for Minnesota because they just came off of a huge win. So I'm actually going to take Purdue in the points, but I still think that the Gophers could win. And uh, Ibrahim is kind of a must watch if you want to know anything about dynasty running backs or about draftable running backs in the future. He's an absolute stud. He would have came out last year, but he had an injury. So he's back from that injury and looks really good. Um, you know what he was it? Did you say he blew out his Achilles? I feel like you talked about him a couple of weeks ago and I can't remember what the injury was. Yeah, it was an Achilles, but he, he looks great. Um, we have talked about Zach Charbonnet already, but um, I think that he's going to have a good game. Uh, number 15, Washington is a two and a half point uh, favorite at UCLA. And I think I'm taking UCLA plus the points there. Um, Washington and Michael Penix Jr. has been surprisingly good, but I think I'm going to go with the Bruins. And then Blake Corum is another guy that's just going to be rocketing up draft boards. He just, I, I featured him after a big game after UConn. You remember that conversation, Stephen? You were like, I mean, should we feature him after UConn? <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> no, that, I feel like, well, first of all, I thought I was just, I was just trying to ask like what, how much stock do you put in those games? I wasn't right. meaning it like, why are you even bringing this guy up? No, I just well, was curious. Like, well, so you- then they, so then they played Maryland the next week and he went for like 270 yards rushing or something Dang. like he had an insane game against a big 10 team. So, yeah. and uh, so poor Iowa, the, maybe the worst yeah. offense I've ever seen. And of course we married into Iowa fans. And so now yeah. we're all Iowa fans. They have number four, Michigan and number four, Michigan. I, I was a little surprised They're They're only a 10 and a half point favorite at Iowa. I feel like they're going to cover that easily. So I'm taking Michigan there. 
So if one thing I know about Iowa is they play to their competition level. So you might think they're just going to get hosed in this one and they might surprise you. Now they'll lose to a, a terrible smaller school, <laughs> but they'll play to their competition. So you, you might be surprised. They'll play they'll play to a 5-3 barn burner against South Dakota State. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, watch them knock off Michigan at home, you know. It, that is so you are exactly right. So just something to keep an eye on there. So I think I went through most of the big games and in the future we can talk about, you know, top 25 Devi players and where we think these guys can go. We don't want this part of the pod to be super long. We want to give people that are are Devi and um and dynasty owners just again a way to start studying up on this information early. Anything else you guys want to ask me? Yeah, I did have a question. Do you know, how do these schools decide? I'm looking at the the headshots that you've pulled for these cool graphics. And we've got uh, Zach Charbonnet, Mm -hmm. um, which is a cool name, by the way. Uh, He's in, he's in his Jersey, his game Jersey. Whereas like Blake Corum, Dylan Gabriel, they're like in uh, suits and a tie, you know, how does, how does the team decide for their, you know, their team photo, if they're going to go Jersey or suit. I mean, yeah, Devin, Devin, a chain and B John Robinson were in a polo. So yeah, you just never know what, what do you prefer, Steven? I mean, I'm very heavy on the suits this week. I, this was not planned, but well, I think four of the five guys are rocking suits. Well, listen, because again, we're, I'm trying to form my followers. I know where all these guys go to college, but <laughs> I prefer if they're wearing their Jersey, you know, with the logo, high on the jersey (laughs) you know like the ucla logo i want to see it very high on the Mm -hmm. cutout so that when people are seeing these they go oh he plays for michigan you know Mm -hmm. again i know this stuff but (laughs) it would also be nice for for people who aren't in the know if if they put the team name on the other side you had ucla and then what 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 would the ucla uh team name be over here the mascots i said it earlier actually steven i think it's the, the golden bears everybody in cal berkeley is rolling over in their <laughs> graves right now it's well, the, we, got, we got us is the cal is the golden bears no we got the usc trojan oklahoma sooner oklahoma sooners minnesota gophers come on i'm, I'm cold yeah you're doing good you're doing good i i will yeah. say michigan i just get wolverines come on yeah so we our whole goal of this, again, just so everybody knows, is educating Steven. All right. He already he is amazing at fantasy football and he has such a focus on that, as many of you do. Uh, we want to give you a head start we, on some of these college I, players so you can be even better in that avenue as well. I also just want to know just people to know I I watch as much NFL and grew up watching as much NFL as possible. But my household was not necessarily a college football household, so. I, uh, I, I always play catch up with the rookies, but, uh, but no, I, this is, this is why this, this show is going to be great. It's going to be great for not only me, but other people who want to get a head start. Well, and the, the final announcement, this is a big one. Um, the guys over at operation sports have finally finished the roster update for NCAA 14. (laughs) So you can get on now. You can download (laughs) your, your updated rosters. For NCAA 14, all the correct names and appearances and everything else, coaches, all of that. They finally got it done. So I am, uh, I was inspired by Adrian Martinez upsetting Oklahoma. So mm. I'm going, I'm all in. I'm going Kansas State uh, Wildcats. I'm going to run oh. with Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn, 5'6 running back. I mean, you guys know I got to love that. 5'6 running back. There's got to be an episode. There's got to be an episode 
with some updates on the the actual update the the new game right isn't there going to be a new one oh is for that sure. happening yeah no it is happening it's this just next summer yeah i'm not gonna it is the last time that's why it's kind of a big deal and i think that's why it came out a little later than usual because <laughs> usually they have it done before the season but we're in yeah. like week four you know so it's it's uh but yeah, it's out. So I'll let you guys know how uh, how that dynasty goes as well. Now, what will question. you do with the? Well, I I got one. What will you do with the old game? Will you display it like behind glass? Will you bury well, look, it in the backyard? Look, I, for anybody watching on film, you know, if you do watch this on YouTube, maybe I'll post mine on my YouTube channel. But my backdrop is just all the NCAA football covers that I have designed in Photoshop over the last like six years because they didn't make the game anymore. So I had to yeah. make a cover with, you know, Johnny Manziel with, with Baker and Lamar. And, uh, I, I have an Ezekiel Elliott one, but he's screwed me in fantasy so much. I don't mm. want to display it anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so Christian sure. McCaffrey, I'm a proud Christian McCaffrey owner now. So I got a Stanford Christian <laughs> McCaffrey picture up there. So nice. yeah, it's, uh, all those, they'll, they'll be on display, you know, podcast okay. reasons. Now, a like quick it. question. Um, when deciding which team you wanted to start with for your first, you know, uh, game, how much did Kansas State's logo versus Kansas's logo affect your decision making? Casey, you are. I thought we've been over this. I go to quarterbacks. I sort by speed. <laughs> and then that's how you select your team. It doesn't what their logo is or if they are a you know a mac team or a yeah. big 12 team none of that matters all you need is a guy to run the option and What's then my... i will i will crush <laughs> with me every every time whenever i start i start with cu and every time it's a lot of work i crack my knuckles i do some neck exercises and i get ready to work for three years before that program is <laughs> back up <laughs> don't you hate it real life it's it's coming up we gotta hire a new coach and then we will start over i would i would get mad at that game when i would be recruiting it get like with a smaller school against like an alabama or uh-huh. whatever. Be like, there's no way i'm getting that guy yeah <laughs> yeah that's still the best part of it is the recruiting and everything else so all right guys well that's going to be it for this special edition uh again reach out at debbie rookie watch if you want to provide any feedback or if you're looking for specific questions on players or anything else. I appreciate Casey and Steven stopping by and, and, you know, they tried to cut my segment out, but I, I asked real hard and they're, they're going to let me have my own little side pod here. No, I'm just kidding. They, Steven, Steven had the great idea to try and do this on the side and put out a second thing. So we'll see how this goes. And uh, again, we always appreciate feedback and you guys have a great night. Peace. See ya. Who's that?